Trusting God's Economy, Part 3, by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 18 says, The wicked man does deceptive work, but he who sows righteousness will have a sure reward. This is the promise for those that establish God's economy. In the world, cleverness and shrewdness is admired in business tactics. Salespeople misrepresent their product and laugh about the people they fool. Service people con the public into using services that are not necessary and recommend they buy products they do not need. Promises are made to clients that were never intended to be kept. Business owners are quite aware their employees do these things. Anything to make money. It's a dog-eat-dog -dog in the world. Who can outmaneuver who is the name of the game? And little white lies are expected. Cleverness, meanness, shrewdness, lies. Who are these actions the fruit of? Worldly lifestyle. In the world, quite often, businessmen are wined and dined, mostly wined, by companies wanting to do business with them and entertained in very ungodly fashions. Drinking and partying, unclean jokes, and filthy language are in most business circles readily accepted. Here is God's view on all of this, however. It's not a part of His economy. Colossians chapter 3, verses 5-10 through 10. Therefore put to death your members which are on the earth, fornications, uncleanness, passion, evil desires, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is a coming upon the sons of disobedience, in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. But now you yourselves are to put off all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language, out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, who is renewed in knowledge, according to the image of him who created him. Just and honest scales. The word also informs us he wants all people to be treated fairly. Leviticus chapter 19 verses 35 through 36. You shall do no injustice in judgment, in measurement of length, weight, or volume. You shall have honest scales, honest weights, and honest ephah, and an honest hen. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. So much for being clever and shrewd. In fact, he warns in Proverbs chapter 13 verse 11, Wealth gained by dishonesty will be diminished, but he who gathers by labor will increase. In other words, there are many ways to gain quick money, but most of them are dishonest. We cannot walk in the ways of a holy God with any kind of deception or deceit in us. Hard, honest work produces wealth blessed by God, as it is He that blesses the work of our hands, as we read in Psalms. Psalms 128, verses 1-2 through two. Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in His ways. When you eat the labor of your hands, you shall be happy, and it shall be well with you. Isaiah chapter 3, verses 10-11 through 11. Say to the righteous that it shall be well with them, for they shall eat the fruit of their doings. Woe to the wicked! It shall be ill with him, for the reward of his hand shall be given him. 
there will come a day when the unethical business person will reap what he has sown. The Hebrew word for this caliber of a man or woman is called a Canaanite, an evil merchant. Remember, God always told Israel to destroy them, not to partner with them, as they were an abomination to Him. Kingdom Mentality God blesses businesses that advance His kingdom and help establish kingdom principles. Selfish ambition, conceit over one's accomplishments, and attempting to outdo one another is not at all a part of God's economy. Philippians 2 verses 3 through 4 expresses God's desire for His people. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind. Let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. The Spirit-filled child of God should of course expect their work and business to bless their immediate family, but they should also expect to meet the needs of the greater family and aid in the work of spreading the gospel. They should work to bring to the storehouse offerings that will in turn give financial aid to those in need and build other businesses that will advance the kingdom, allowing it to grow to engulf others. God blesses those with this mentality. He is only into blessing those promoting His kingdom and living by His principles, not someone caught up in building their own personal kingdom. Working as unto the Lord The whole world should be blessed by using God's family businesses, as they are owned and operated by a people that want to offer excellence, integrity, and professionalism through godly conduct. As God's business people begin to move out or are sown into the world of commerce, His kingdom will increase monetarily, but more importantly, it is an awesome opportunity for the world to witness the gospel in action. God loved the world enough to die for it through Jesus, so we also must love and do our best for them as the children of God. How different we are from the children of Belial. We always do our very best because we are representing Father and His kingdom. We are the leaves from the family tree that heal the nations as we move out into the workplace and in the business arena. Adam's Way We sure don't want to return to the ways of Adam and conduct our business based on man's intellectual view on how to gain wealth for himself. Instead of living through the wisdom, righteousness, and the resources God provided, he chose to work things out, do it his way, and he therefore lived from his own limited resources. Adam's children are still doing things his way today, but we are to be different, new creatures, born to a different kingdom. We should not want to be like old Israel either, that moaned and groaned against God and His ways, and totally limited what He had intended to do for them. Psalms chapter 78 verses 40 through 41 shows us how often they provoked Him in the wilderness and grieved Him in the desert. Yes, again and again they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. In closing, when we argue with God on His principles, we lose. If we refuse to change, we lose. If, as God's people, we try to enter into the business arena on Adam's terms, we lose. You see, God is not a respecter of persons. He sees us as Israel. Yes, He knows us as individuals, but we are a one family, His family that He wants to provide for in a way that is benefiting the family of God. 
But we must govern our finances according to His rules if we expect to prosper under His kingship. The way of Adam may work for the individual family to an extent, but not for all Israel as God's family. Satan will not allow it. If we operate in His economy and are looking for sources in His world, His ethics, He can sure stop us because it all belongs to Him. Remember, He offered the whole world to Jesus. If He would bow to Him, Jesus refused as He was no part of this evil system and this should be our sentiments. We are here to deliver it, save it, not become like it.